This week on the podcast, making his two-time appearance on the Endless List, and getting the middle finger from an albino gorilla, it's The Rock, and this is Rampage. And welcome, Encore! Thanks, Michael. Uh, Welcome, Steve. Hello, hello. Uh, Welcome, Tommy. Hi, Mike. Uh, entree vu, uh, Chris. Hello. You you totally missed the opportunity to do the whole. Finally, the Rock has come back to the endless list. I was going off the cuff. I forgot about it. We <laughs> talked about it yesterday. I forgot about it. Didn't mm. write it down. This is a shitty podcast, Chris. I don't know how many times I have to tell you the name is. It's so bad. Not. It's so planned out and good and scripted. <laughs> I love the power glove. <laughs> so we watched the movie Rampage. We're adding it to our list of video game movies. This is our 21st, I think, movie? 21st movie 21st. on the list. Um, last month, what did we add last month? Uh, yep. Last month, Yakuza? Uh, no. Far Cry. Last oh, month yeah. was Far Cry. Lest we forget. Yeah. You've yeah. <laughs> yeah. you, you a bowl. His top-ranked movie on the Endless List, Far Cry, um, at number 13. This movie, Rampage, came out in 2018, directed by Brad Payton, who previously directed San Andreas. Wow, who would have guessed that that guy directed San Andreas? Uh, also, and also, star- Cats also and Dogs. The Rock, right? That also starred The Rock, it was, right? It yeah. was, Yeah, yeah. But he also directed The Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. So he's got a pretty pretty good track record here i actually i don't know anything about cats and dogs i saw the get first to watch one. it i do remember the first one that came out when we were in like middle school or something didn't it yeah a long time ago old movie, yeah. wow when did this uh, one that he made came out come out that was that was a sequel i guess you oh shit you were in middle school in 2001 god damn. Mike and i, I Mike was and graduating I from elementary school I was class of 2001 in my elementary school. I remember that. <laughs> God damn. Sixth grade. We went to sixth grade. I don't know about you guys. <clears throat> I was graduate. I Wait, would really? be. I, yep. thought I, was, I, gr- I thought it was seventh. It wasn't 9-11 in seventh grade? It was. I'm just saying 2001. <clears throat> Did uh, your elementary school go up to sixth grade? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh okay. Um, my bad. Uh, I was <laughs> either way, Mike and I still graduated high school in 2002, so. <laughs> <laughs> I entered high school in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I have a 20 year reunion um, coming up. <laughs> I'm not going to that. I got, somebody reached out to me, though. Have you guys so. ever gone to a reunion? I haven't gone to a reunion. I, of course, I went to my reunion. Chris, it was awesome. Chris, Chris is like the captain of those things. I ate so much <laughs> pizza, <laughs> and I took three pizzas home. <laughs> Chris, do you show up in like a letter jacket, about too? That. When you're the captain <laughs> of these events? Nah. <laughs> It was a sports guy. No sports guy in high school. I was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was a little too small for all, all the sports. Probably could have played tennis. Yes. No, fuck that. Chris was very thin. <laughs> Chris was like forty pounds lighter. When we, when we graduated high school, you're, I, I mean, you're skinny now, but yeah, I, I weighed one hundred and ten pounds when we graduated high school. Wow, Chris, you know what you could have used in high school? You could have used, like, a capsule that fell from the sky that landed <laughs> in your pen that, good, that good hit you and back. rewrote good your DNA. Uh, <laughs> so this and, movie, uh, Rampage, uh, also is about uh, these three monsters, Ralph, Lizzie, 
And what's George, the other one? George, 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 George. Our hero. Uh, Ralph was my hero. He was, yeah. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph was the low key star of this movie for sure. Ralph I always, when we, when I played this game in the video game in the arcade, or in the arcade, so like at roller rinks, was I'd always see it there, around here, um, and I would play this. I would always play as Ralph because Ralph yeah. wasn't in the NES version. And I was like, I want Ralph. So I always, I have a soft spot in my heart for Ralph. Ralph I also OP. love Rampage. So Ralph OP. Um, but yes, so this uh, d- deviates, the story deviates from uh, the video game, where the video game is that there's people and they grow big for some reason. Well, and they go, there's only they one game a- where that's specified, as far as I know. Sometimes it's animals that grow big. Sometimes they came from space. It. it there's no set rampage lore. It's just the same premise with sort of different setups every time, I think. You guys played this game though, right? Did you guys play yeah, the original the, or did you guys I didn't play, play the, the original tour? in the art? Uh, oh yeah, they do shrink game. down into people, don't they? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think almost all of them, I think. Yeah, not maybe not every single monster is a human, but the core Lizzie, Ralph, George are traditionally usually people who've been Exposed okay. to some sort of mutation at uh, at some point. All right, I made a mistake. I thought there was one where it was animals, but maybe I'm wrong. It's been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. Um, was it the last time? Uh, yeah. So they like the. I always thought it was really funny in the NES version and the arcade version of the original. When you died, you would turn into a person and you'd saunter off screen holding your junk. Because uh, like, <laughs> they like, were naked, side to side, off the screen. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, but but this rampage movie, um, I thought it was funny. I didn't realize this, but Warner Brothers acquired Midway, Midway in Games, the, 80s, the creator of like Rampage. The 80s. Oh. <laughs> no, they they acquired uh, Midway Games for thirty three million in two thousand nine. Oh, uh, I they, thought... so. Thus, they acquired. They got all the rights to all of the uh, video game stuff when they did that. Oh, I thought they had like the rights to the movies like way longer than that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's funny. Now they like immediately, I think around like 2011, 2012 started to plan out this movie. So it wasn't really in development hell for that long. Uh, it might be like two or three years. Um, but yeah, they like The Rock was attached in like uh, 2015 to do this. And he, once The Rock gets involved in a project, it's like you're probably going to do the project. Oh, yeah. Full steam ahead. <laughs> I'm trying right. to I'm trying yeah. to make like a guaranteed like 250 mil at the box office. Hey, yeah, like, should right. this movie be in 3D and in IMAX now that The Rock's in it? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're gonna yeah, yeah, up the budget here. But, but um, I have a question. So we were kind of we were kind of talking about this during the movie, but do we think that they like went ahead with this because like there was wind that they were making a new Godzilla movie? Because this just feels like a Godzilla movie through and through. And like I don't oh, know yeah, de- what sort of like clam- what sort of clamoring there was for like a Rampage movie at this time. So it's just interesting. Right. Like, so seems- so to kind of like set to kind of like set the scene of like where those movies were at this time. It's like, you already had the Pacific Rim's out, Godzilla 2014's out, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters is out, Kong Skull Island is out, Shin Godzilla got released in America, was successful, and half the I forgot away... that those movies... I forgot they came out so early, like, that Pacific Rim was mm-hmm. like... What, was that, like, 2012 or something like that? Yeah, 2012 was Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim 2 Uprising, I think, is already out. And Hathaway had her giant monster movie, Colossal, was out. 
Um, I forgot about that movie. Oh, shit, I forgot about that movie. And so in Godzilla vs. Kong was announced, like, Godzilla vs. Kong, even though it came out last year, it was done for basically an entire year before it got released. And so it was, like, well underway, and Rampage kind of gets announced to exist, like, in that window, kind of between um, Kong Skull Island and Godzilla vs. Kong. And they kind of, like, I remember it had, like, a short, relatively short, like, it seemed like once it got going, it was out fast. And it's kind of, like, living, like, in that window. Like, I mean, all those movies, like, the whole MonsterVerse made a considerable amount of money. Colossal got, like, you know, it was a little bit more of a limited release, but also had, like, you know, a lot of positive buzz around it. There was a lot of giant monster movies. And still, to this day, now, we're still getting a whole host of giant monster movies coming out. And so, yeah, this kind of, like, exists. Like, at first, I was kind of skeptical of this movie because I was like, all right, this is going to be, like, the big-budget version of, like, the Asylum Studios, like, cash grab type thing. It's, like, is what I fully expected this movie to be. Man, I need to see Colossal. That's what I've taken away from this whole conversation yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I totally I to forgot Colossal. about this. <laughs> 100%. Um, this movie, though, it's, like, as I said last night, this movie isn't when we were watching it. This movie is, like, hyper-competent to the point of it being, like, there's not a lot of tongue-in-cheek humor. There's not a lot of, like... It's very, like, this is a serious movie for the most part. Not it feels campy. very much It feels very much like a 90s action movie. I feel like it's not that it's serious. It's just that, like, it's not over a comedy. So there's a lot... people off. Yeah, there's, like, there's definitely <laughs> silliness through it, the whole thing. But it's just, like, it is a little flat, the way they play it. But that's kind of how I feel about a lot of rock movies, too. Like, unless it's, like, a premiere rock like feature something he's in a lot of bland stuff sometimes it's just like designed to you know have big explosions and like you know what was Ooh. the other it was san andreas that was in or what was yeah. the, mm-hmm. the the one where he's climbing up the tower that's on fire too oh skyscraper, skyscraper. <laughs> yeah just like these are just vehicles for the rock to look cool so you yeah know. it's true um someday i will watch all of the rocks movies <laughs> <laughs> i, I haven't seen most. san andreas i haven't seen skyscraper san andreas was okay it's not on an airplane. Uh, yeah. I, f- I feel like if I didn't have a child, I would have watched all these movies. By now, just like on some ra- random Saturday afternoon. I feel, like I, w- I feel like I saw a lot of early rock movies, like early in his career when he, cause I saw like the Scorpion King and like he was, yep. he first, his first role was in um, the mummy Two when he was the Scorpion King. And it was like, yep. Oh my God, yep. the rocks and movies. I saw like walking tall when it came out. What was the one? Walking tall. Sean- Great movie. Pretty, well, I mean, I remember it as good. I feel like I saw that yeah. on TV again recently. Oh, I thought yeah, it was surprising, sure. it's surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, he did that movie with Sean William Scott. Well, I forget yeah, what yep, it was. Yep. That was a fun one. He's made The movies. Rundown? The Rundown, yes. Rundown. Yeah. He's been making movies for a really long time now. <laughs> yeah. Biggest uh, blockbuster of all time. Or blockbuster yeah. actor of all time. So this is, this is his second appearance on the movie list, as I mentioned. He was also in Doom, which was another action blockbuster. Really <laughs> Classic. 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 But he shared, he shared a uh, screen in that movie with um with the guy who the one of the leads from the boys, who the other lead from the boys is in this movie for like a hot twenty seconds. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, fucking Huey? butcher, Judge Dredd. Yeah. Oh, well, for in Doom, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then Huey in uh yeah I don't know the actor's name for Huey. Yeah, it's um. Uh... Oh, Carl Urban was in Doom. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Jack Quaid. Jack, Jack Quaid. Quaid, son of Dennis Quaid. Yeah, is he son of Dennis Quaid? Yep, I didn't Meg, Ra- that. Meg Ryan. Yeah. Oh wow! Wow, that's cool. Yep. yep. 
Did not know that. Did not know that. That's funny. Um, it's like, um, what's his nuts? Uh, U.S. <laughs> what's U- his U.S. Nuts? agent. Speaking US of parentage, agent. what's his nuts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> MCU, uh, the, the U.S. agent oh, is oh, yeah. the Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Right, yep. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Like Wyatt, uh, Wyatt Russell, right? Yeah. We're just going off on tangents here. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was fun anyway. There were monsters yeah. that fought each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, Naomi Harris was in this movie. Uh, she didn't really have a lot of lines, and she was kind of just there uh, the most part. So yep. that happened. <laughs> yep. Malin Ackerman is like the ridiculously over-the-top villain with her br- brother in the skyscraper uh, they were the, the dumbest part of this movie oh, by yeah. the way i just want yeah for sure the, the right? brother brother specifically too the brother was just like that goofball he's like well i guess i'll do this now <laughs> <laughs> yeah the it, fucking it, dude from the office yeah for for a movie that like was cor- fairly serious in tone it's like they were kind of like the returns like the b movie camp like yeah yeah it, yeah. it, it was a little interesting it's like everyone else is like played I shouldn't say like totally like totally serious, but it's like they're not nearly in the ballpark as like these like comic book style villains almost. Like they're they're they, totally. Very I was just off. gonna say, they reminded me of Lex Luthor from the '80s Superman movies. <laughs> like that's oh, how they played. Yeah, for sure. I was gonna say that this because we were talking about this during the movie. Like this actually did hew pretty closely to like what a plausible rampage movie storyline would be. So we were like, oh, it's cool. It does like video game stuff, and they just feel like video game villains from like earlier movies, like Super Mario Bros. or something. Just like the bumbling, the bumbling corporate yeah. <laughs> overlord type people. Oh, you know um, who they remind me of? The Mayflowers from Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Hudson Hawk. Wow. I love they were that way movie. better. The Mayfl- I love the yeah. Mayflowers. Mayflowers were, I, I Mayflowers love that movie were way better, though. Yeah, I loved that movie as a kid. <clears throat> they were like so easy to hate. Those uh, the Mayflowers. History, tradition, culture. Wait, Bruce Willis was Hudson Hawk. Yeah. 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 Damn, I forgot. Who else could have played like, Hudson everything Hawk? about this this movie? Holy shit! This is my really second bad. favorite Add movie. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> It's not a video game movie, though Doesn't it did matter. have a video <laughs> game made of it. Should we watch Jake, Hudson, Hudson Hawk this uh, December for the non-video game movie movie? It's, it is a video game. They made a video game out of it. The, uh, it, it's the, it's game. the incorrect one. I had though. the Game Boy port, and I will say the Game Boy port is actually better than the NES version. I don't... It's one of the... I should buy that game. I don't, it's one of the games I don't know. It really is the episode Any, of Tangents. Anyways. Really <laughs> episode, yeah. So, Jake Lacey plays the brother of Malin Ackerman's uh, corporate villainess. Um, he's also... What's his name? What's his name in The Office? Pete. Pete in, like, the last season of The Office. Yeah. Uh, he was also in White Lotus, and he plays, like, a douchebag rich husband. Um, and he's very good. He's, like, very good in that, in that show. Um, but yeah, then there's uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who you might know as Negan uh, from The Walking Dead. I was looking up his IMDb and I totally forgot that he was Thomas Wayne in Batman vs Superman. Oh, was he? Oh shit! He's also yeah. he's also the comedian in Watchmen too. Watchmen, who, yeah. Who he was with Malin Ack? With, that, with yeah, exactly. Malin Ack? Wait, Malin who Ackerman, is this? Yeah. The guy who was hunting the wolf? No, no like the the uh, the police uh, or the FBI officer? Yeah, the, the cowboy, oh. the cowboy oh, FBI yeah. agent. <clears throat> oh, that guy was fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's supposed to be an agent of the FBI, but he's constantly going off half cocked on his own. Well, he says he's a. Uh, no, he's, he's, he's he says from, from I'm OGA. OGA. He goes, oh, yeah. other government agency. He's like, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
science experiments uh, falling from the have... sky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got Joe Manganiello. Is that how you say his last name? I can never, I don't I know how to say his last aren't name. Aren't you an Italiano? Isn't it Manganiello? Isn't that what it is? Manganiello? Yeah, yeah. That's, I guess. Wow. All right. You would say that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Manganiello? Yeah. The, the Irishman Who, coming in with the Italian he's... pronunciation. He was in um he was supposed to be in the Justice League movie. No. Well, he was supposed to be in the Justice League, yes. He was supposed to be in the Justice League movie. They cut him out. Even though uh with Zack Snyder's his scene was pretty cool. He like meets Lex Luthor on a boat. He's death plays Deathstroke. They try to put him in all these like villain roles, but he's not a villain. (laughs) I mean He doesn't come across like a villain. Negan was a great villain. No, I'm talking about Joe Manganiello. I feel like he. Oh, I feel oh, like oh. he can go. I, I love that you're struggling so much with that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he can go either way. Like he could either be like cool guy, badass, good guy, or like super evil douchebag guy. Like he could he could switch both ways. I, I buy it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah well, um, he was also in uh, How I Met Your Mother as the like friend who go, went to brunch with Lunch McGon. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Bro, you want to get a Rizzy? <laughs> <laughs> I found, him, uh, I found him pretty unlikable in general, though, in this movie. It was like one of those, like, I didn't think he was a good good bad guy or a good tweener. I like I just thought he was just fairly unlikable. And I was, uh, again, very happy when the true hero of the movie, Ralph, just fucking <laughs> bit him in half at the end of that, that awesome he set piece. He didn't, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't last very long, which was surprising. I thought that was going to be like he survived and worked his way to Chicago to help out The Rock or something at the end. and no, 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 just got so, straight oh, chopped. I, I forgot one other thing I should mention about this, the cast and the crew of this is that the writers, there were three writers. Ryan Engel did a first pass and then it was rewritten by two other writers. One was Ryan Condal, who was a producer, who's a producer currently on House of the Dragon. And he's also was a producer on Colony, which was an excellent USA show that got canceled after two seasons, but it was great. Um, nevertheless, he, the other writer who helped Condal rewrite that was Carlton Cuse, who also might be known as the guy who, with J.J. Abrams, produced Lost. Yep, yep. I noticed <laughs> that at the end of the movie. I was like, ooh, Carlton Cuse. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that name. So he was like a big thing in Hollywood for a little while after Lost. Um, yeah, but I guess he's like a script doctor, too, on some of these like big budget movies. Hmm, interesting. Huh. I've, seen, I've seen him listen on a couple weird movies as a writer um where it's like oh they just probably brought him in to make this better <laughs> uh side note joe manginello also flash thompson in the first spider-man movie too way back in the day he's oh like, yeah he's like i wouldn't want to fight me neither <laughs> oh god <laughs> totally for- forgot about that um but yeah so the movie starts on a space station there's for some reason they have to do the research in outer space i guess to separate the giganticism uh gas from the earth um there's a there's a rat there who is a nod i would imagine to to larry randomly yeah there's a so this is there's a rat in the lynx version the atari lynx version is the only time where you'll see this this rat and i guess it was a nod to that which is like super super obscure (laughs) yeah i think well i think he come i think no actually no take it back larry does not come back i don't think in the Wii version of the games that have like 30 characters but another rat comes back or is introduced into the later games <laughs> yeah so 
giant rat in outer space pretty fun um they crash the, the the vials get distributed all over the planet or all over north america and uh you get ralph the giant wolf liz lizzie's never explicitly named in this it's not lizzie it's just a giant uh alligator and then there is uh george and who's Ra- in ralph the san diego wildlife preserve ralph wasn't its official code name either or whatever it was. They just had the one line where the guy was like, "A bunch of dudes on the internet are calling him Ralph or something." And then just, like, <laughs> bunch of weirdos on the internet calling him Ralph. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about the giant wolf? <laughs> yeah. Thirty foot wolf. That's a good. That was a good line. Your your uh, your old news. Weirdos on the internet calling him Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> i mean ralph gets the most screen time like lizzie uh the uh the alligator is like underneath the water for three quarters of the movie until the end of the movie yeah uh, so ralph you get that scene where he eats joe uh and then you see him uh like traipsing through the woods with george oh, i guess george gets a ton because he's in the airplane there's that airplane scene where they're trying to carry him across the united states to chicago for some reason was it to chicago well no they're, they're, they were no they were carrying him somewhere else but in chicago they had that radio frequency thing going off so then he busted out of the plane when he was supposed to be drugged but i guess the frequency of the radio tower woke him up that's what attracted i have to say uh, that's right that i have to say after somebody mentioned it while we were watching it the um after watching the scene from uncharted where they're like flying in the air <laughs> yep the scene where they were in the airplane was like way less cool <laughs> you could like obviously tell they were like in a wind tunnel right. yeah. <laughs> yeah we thought we thought nathan drake was gonna go flying by at some point during that old scene it's like pretty much exactly the same just without yeah. the cargo without the yep. cargo boxes linked going out the back of the plane <laughs> well jeffrey dean morgan passed out and somehow uh didn't get sucked out the back when they opened the door i was like that's impressive his somehow his head didn't box. get crushed when george stepped on it yeah also yeah. also true not no no concussion no nothing just woke up middle of flying through the air no, no, all cool. I'll pop my parachute. It's fine. Well, I'm actually, good. The Rock was walking around with a bullet in his gun at the time. No, <laughs> no, not yet. He wasn't shot yet. Yeah, for the last third of this movie, The Rock gets shot and just walks around like, I ain't no thing. Got you. Just got th- shot through my side. Wasn't even like a scratch. It was like full shot through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing I, she didn't hit any organs. She didn't hit yeah. any organs. He just, shru- he just shrugs it off. But he does like go back and forth about whether he's actually injured or not. Because some scenes he's like holding it and kind of limping. And other scenes he's just like tough guy walking, like strutting. <laughs> like, what is it? What is it, The Rock? This is riffing <laughs> with George. <laughs> rock, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong, The Rock? <laughs> and so there's a tower. The bad guys are drawing them to Chicago for some reason, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, uh, do we know why they're trying to get them to Chicago? Uh, yeah, they, they said they wanted the, the military to kill. They wanted the military to kill them, and then they would have all like the. They would you take the bodies as samples and further their yeah, research they, with it. Seems exactly. like seems like a bad idea. The pathogen yeah, is only but, in those bodies. But what do they, what do they care? They're above the law, Michael. <laughs> he's right he's right the, mu- the government is there to serve their, their interests <laughs> yeah i mean they like it's them like being a- like kind of comic book villains like having this kind of like cheesy plan that's like just really an excuse to get the three monsters to converge on chicago just to have like a throwdown in chicago like <laughs> not just on chicago me. but also to the specifically to the sears tower <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's in, uh, they're gonna have a fight on the sears tower 
the the stupid logic like didn't didn't bother me because I feel like it kind of it like it it like doesn't make any sense but also it's like it's almost like a wink and a a wink wink that's kind of like listen we need a device to get these three here to Chicago <laughs> and like that's all you really want anyway and it's gonna be like the last third of the movie and it's gonna be fine. <laughs> Yeah, I did find it funny that King of the Monsters, which came out a year after this, the Godzilla movie, used the same conceit. But I mean, that happens in a lot, I would assume, a lot of monster movies, right? Yeah, I mean, ideally you want the monsters to meet up at some point and fight each other. You don't want them just wandering around, not bumping into each other across all of North America. (laughs) You know how many people would die if they did that? (laughs) I mean, it's not the Avengers, they're just animals. cities in the country instead. And so they go there, they have battle. There's it. So I think that the movie overall for me was like, this movie's pretty boring. Up until they get to Chicago, where it was like, all right, this is like some shit's happening. Like, there are the army's doing dumb shit where they're driving their Humvees up to things' <laughs> feet and then shooting them for some reason. Like, I don't understand why they do that. It's classic. But they do that. Classic. Uh, Chris, the more you like, the more we talk about this, though, your um, perspective on the villains and how they're basically like old cartoony things. And then we were talking about it yesterday and then how they like the army's really dumb and puts their art troops like right next to the things are all like campy monster movie things. It's very funny that they yeah. don't lean into that more and make it just super over the top campy. Instead, it's just like, we're going to kind of hint that this is campy, <coughs> but not commit to it. fully. Yeah, I don't if- think it's necessarily camp. I think that it was more like the homage to that stuff. Like they didn't want to be, the ultra campy monster movie, but they can't not acknowledge the fact that it is potentially an ultra campy monster movie. Yeah, so you yeah, have to but have like, right, they should just, like they should just like leaned in. It's a callback. But like the stuff that happens where it's like the military is like way too close to the monster, like are like way too close to Lizzie, and then they get kind of get smashed. Like it's like, and I'm kind of reading some interviews like the director. I think like those. Well, he never like explicitly stated. Like, that that was, like, supposed to be, like, an homage. Like, that's very similar to stuff that happens, like, in The Giant Behemoth or The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms or Reptilicus. Like, the more the more Western or, or UK-based, like, monster movies, like, mm-hmm. that shit happens all the time. And those scenes, like, me watching them, I was like... And I was like, oh, I have seen stuff like this time and time again in, like, those kind of monster-on-the-loose movies from, like, the 50s and 60s. And I was like, I think this is, like, probably supposed to be, like, a nod to, like, those scenes and you know i think going too much into it would maybe be too campy but i feel like getting like the errant reference here or there i thought it was a good balance of i don't know i mean i think the movie could have been a little bit more lighthearted, but i think like those sort of shots i think walked i think they walked a fine line i think i think they did it well i don't think they should have gone into it too much more than that personally i agree i agree um, and then they have the scene from Man of Steel where they're going to go nuke the, or in this case, send a Moab um, <laughs> onto the monsters, which pro- has proven run effective before, but why don't we do it again um, <laughs> in this movie? Uh, so I didn't realize this, but we've all, the United States has only used one Moab in the history of its development. I don't, did you guys know this? Yep. In Afghanistan in yep. 2017. Yep. Trump it was the first it. time they used a Moab, yep. and it was only first... Only only time. The mother of all bombs. 
yeah it was like it was basically like trump at the time being like we have this bomb and we've never used it i want to be the guy to use the bomb for real the whole totally idea of the bomb is to not use the bomb, use the bomb. <laughs> i mean it's the largest non-nuclear bomb in the u.s arsenal what did tony stark say the best weapon is one that you only fire once Yes, Tony Stark. Yeah. And then I think he had a little bit of a change of heart around that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <he progressed>. <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, th- then they, they stop. The, well, the George turns good after they feed it some vial in Malin Ackerman's hand as she gets eaten. And then he beats the shit out of Ralph and Lizzie. Well, Lizzie, Lizzie beats the shit out of, out of Ralph. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he eventually yeah. stabs her in the eye. Yes, I yes. mean, and I mean, George did lure them both into that one spot, I guess, and then jumped out of the way at the last second. So Lizzie <laughs> ate Ralph's head. That's <laughs> true. We completely, Don't remind we completely me of that. skipped over. Yeah, we completely, <laughs> completely skip over the fact that. At one point, Ralph flies because he has wings. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't have wings. He has like flying squirrel webbing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well. So, like a quick and side somehow that, he's like, not so heavy that he's able to <laughs> ride the currents. Like the the it's, director. It's the windy city, Tommy. There's a lot of wind. <laughs> like the director. Like the director said that like they made George an albino gorilla to like just to literally make him not resemble Kong, and then Lizzie became an alligator to literally not resemble Godzilla. And like, there's no like Ralph is just a wolf or whatever, but like getting that like uh that flying squirrel webbing like i'm pretty sure and getting back to like the homages is like that's exactly what varan the unbelievable does which is a toho movie that came out in the 50s it's a giant bipedal lizard that like suddenly sprouts like flying squirrel flaps like like ralph does and takes (laughs) off and it's like i feel like it's so distinct and like you just don't see that in the movies i always looked at that and was like i was like that's not i feel like that happens in Pacific mm-hmm. Rim too, doesn't it? When, uh, when, oh, the, when yes. they're all having the big battle in the harbor, and then all of a sudden the lizard like gets up after they cut off its tail, and it like sprouts wings like that. Oh, That's right, like right. The yep. webbing. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. This is movies really a pastiche of monster movies from the past. Yeah, <laughs> and current. I, I I think it it did a great job of it, in my opinion. It started a good it. trend uh, of having uh, of having monster battles in the in the city or daylight. I'm sorry, because uh, the director explicitly yeah. said because we don't have we don't often see in this CGI day and age like we don't get a lot of monster fights in daytime. And this came out the same year as Pacific Rim Two, Pacific Rim Uprising, and pretty much all the battles in that movie also occur in the daytime. However, they kind of look like shit in Pacific Rim Uprising, and I thought the CGI in this movie actually, <laughs> for what it was, and especially being like a lower end budget blockbuster, I was like, "Nah, this looks good. This looks really good." For there's some bad yeah. shots here and there, but like, I thought overall, I, I thought it looked really good. Yeah, I, yeah. I think just overall, it, it was. It, I was actually kind of surprised. I'm glad you brought that up. I was actually surprised at how good this movie did look. I mean, like I said, what it was it's five years old, four years old at this point. So, like, even when it came out, I feel like, granted, I was fairly fucked up in that movie theater, but, like, I thought I was I was very surprised at how, how good that CGI actually turned out. I think that, like I said, this movie is hyper-competent yeah. <laughs> in everything that they do, except I think the story is kind of bad. It's a little and, flat. Yeah. yeah. 
Which I mean, um, t- to that point, I guess. I don't know. I, like, like the story, they tried to put a story to the Rampage games. And I think they and, did a good job of it. And and I, I, yeah, I, exactly. I think they did. They did an oak. They did. They did a pretty good job of it. Like, I, it's, it's just, it's just not the best. But given what they were trying to do, I think they did a pretty decent job of it. So I would be remiss not to go over a few factoids with you before we get into the ranking. Um, supposedly there's a sequel in development, uh, but Warner Brothers just got bought by Discovery, so it might not, probably won't happen. <laughs> oh, it'll totally happen. Uh, <laughs> well, they've been just crushing projects left and right. So. <laughs> but this movie did make some money. It got $428 million at the box office. Our second highest box office of movies on the video game movie list. Um, on a hundred and twenty to hundred and forty million dollar budget, it's a pretty big budget. Um, the other thing we should also mention about this movie is that UVA Bowl, our <laughs> friend, tried to sue or threatened to sue. He didn't sue. He threatened to sue the company Warner Brothers because he made a movie in like two thousand nine or two thousand eight called Rampage, and he's like, people are going to be confused. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is really crushing the potential future audience for for your film rampage that that did so well uh i did appreciate though looking that up online that it was it had 0.1 higher rating than than this movie (laughs) we watched today according to imdb this was a 6.1 and he had a he had a whopping 6.2 for the earlier rampage so amazing i think uh, i think the more confusing thing there is that we've all took a video game uh, title and made a non-video game movie using that title. That's the more c- perplexing thing to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a fairly generic type of action movie. I don't know what type yeah. of movie that is, but title. It's, it's well, I think it's right. about. I think it's like it's like kind of from what I understand. I think it's like about like a mass shooter. And I think we balls yeah. like I see myself in the mass shooter, and I go, yeah, dude, you should be like locked up, like you, like yeah, wonderful. <laughs> Isn't oh it about God. him versus versus the critics? Because he has this like beef with the critics, where he like threatens violence with them like all the time. Yeah, he challenges anyone who criticizes him to a boxing match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's very good. I love that. Um, where where does this go on our list of video game movies? Our twenty first century, Yakuza Like a Dragon is number one currently. Blood Rain is number twenty one. Um, we have a thing called the Wizard Line, which is like the Mendoza line of this uh, ranking. And, uh, you know, things above it are, are, are pretty good. Things below it are pretty mediocre to bad. Um, I, I like how the wizard line, I like the how the wizard line unofficially came into existence. Just like, like, I mean, the wizard was always kind of <laughs> unranked on this list, but like, we never made it like the barometer for good or bad. And now it's like, it's kind of more <laughs> <into> that. <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate that it just became this, you know, like we just yeah. put it on the list and we're like, yeah, we're not really ranking it. We're ranking it, but it's not getting a number. Um, <laughs> and it's just really has been like, yeah, it's been it's been the, the measure of good versus bad on this list where there's yep. a lot of bad on this list, too. So it's it <laughs> the top overwhelming <clears throat> bad. Yeah, I yeah. do think this goes above the wizard line. I agree. Yeah, yes. I agree. Rampage. Yeah. 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 yeah easily. I for me, I, sorry. I, I like I like think it would be great to put this movie at number four i was just gonna say top five this movie is top five yeah i think i think i agree with that i was thinking about that earlier and i was like all right so we have super mario brothers seven yeah warcraft is kind of a comparable 
film just because of the timing it came yeah. out and like very the comparable scope, the scope the cgi and everything and i think this is better than warcraft uh street fighter has got that like insane kitsch to it like it's just <laughs> so strange and not has doesn't have anything to do with street fighter and yet does but this is like like you said it's a hyper competent movie so i think it goes above that so yeah I splitting agree. the mortal combats up I'm, I'm on board with that i'm i am also willing to, to split the mortal combats up i i okay so i could make an argument to put this at th- two or three honestly it's it's no no way no way to me in any world do I think that this movie is better movie than Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, think <laughs> I think Sonic was better. Oh fair, wait, Tommy, fair. did you say you you think it's better than Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes. I and I'm I'm gonna okay. take a stab at why Tommy thinks this because I'm I was also thinking the same thing. Like, it actually did try to like justify the story of the video game, where Sonic, like, did it. You didn't really get the video game in Sonic. You just exactly. got Sonic well, you, just kind of running did, around. Because, you sort of did, because not that there's like a huge story to Sonic, aside from like he's fighting Dr. Robotnik in strange places, and that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, same thing with Rampage, though. There's not much of a story to that. You're just three beasts that are just... Right, So, but you guys, are saying, you guys are saying that like this took like from a pretty you know blank slate in terms of what they could have done with the story and made a story out of it. That's exactly what Sonic did, too, though. Like there's no story. Will, yeah. There's no there story. There is a story. Doctor Robotnik has taken over Mobius or whatever the name of the place was called before <laughs> they created the name Mobius, <laughs> and he's converting everything. He's robot. Bot, he's roboticizing everything, turning all the little animals into evil robots who attack right. Sonic, and Sonic has to stop him to stop the destruction of his world. I will say the one uh, the one really cool thing that I liked about Sonic is that they named the town. Where they start the movie, Green Hills, as in the first zone of the, yeah, the yeah, movie, and yeah. then they have the first level there. That's where the first level of the movie is. No, so I don't, they I, do they do stuff like I, that. I'm not gonna put. I mean, they went to Sonic. San Francisco. That's uh, like the first level. So you're of, saying of, uh, it's as good as the Super Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is much better than. Super I don't think Mario. it's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a bomb in that movie. <laughs> I, I think at one point they said Mushroom Tommy. Kingdom. I think it's a well, little I think but. I think Sonic the Hedgehog is is rather a pastiche again. I'm gonna say that word of Sonic references all put together. Fair. There's a lot of Sonic references in there. That's they try fair. to glue it together into a story. Is there I a do... donut? Is there a donut lord in Sonic video games? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. Do they go to all the You're running around in a circle in on the screen. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they... Tommy, I think you'll actually like the second one if you haven't seen it. Have you seen the I second one? I haven't seen the second one either. The second one is more into a little bit of the story because well, they had they had knuckles. I and kind of I kind of figured Sonic Sonic cha- yeah. Chaos Emeralds are in there. Uh, uh, back back to the movie at hand though. I do kind of wonder. Like I, I like the idea of putting it between the Mortal Kombat's, but do we think that this movie? Oh, I forgot that the newer one was the one on the bottom there. Yeah, I think this is better than that movie because that was pretty cool. <laughs> kind of. You were about to say it shouldn't until you're like, I don't know the newer one. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, do th- I think it is better than the newer one, so I was going to put it up yeah. there. Um, but I forgot that we, we held the line and preserved the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Chris, I'm on board. You... I'm on board with this ranking. A new number Chris, four? Where are you I, think, I think I'm also like in the kind of splitting the Mortal Kombat range. You know, when we did this on the podcast Moto Island, we gave it a three-star, which is a mid-card. 
mid-carter movie in, in our books hmm. and you know i kind of feel like that's like the new mortal Kombat. if we were doing it on that podcast would also be a three-star mid-card movie you know and I, i'm trying to be consistent with uh across my podcast appearances about this movie it's you know i think i think it would go higher if like like say like you took the guy from true blood who plays like the the uh you know mercenary guy in this movie and like you didn't have to make him like a big name guy you made him more like a generic actor like you could trim the fat around that scene quite a bit you could probably improve the mm-hmm. pacing and there's probably other like little parts in this movie where you could improve the pacing a little bit because you get these two great set pieces you get the ralph attack at the beginning towards the beginning of the movie and then like the last chunk of the movie in chicago also, oh, and also we, the airplane yeah yeah i think that's an okay i think the ralph attack at the beginning in the Chicago like those are the highlights I think the airplane thing is okay I mean you know I mean they get some bonus points in Chicago for fucking up Dave and Busters which we all enjoyed last night um, but uh fuck Dave and Busters <laughs> yeah it's like it's just uh it, it's like I think it could be trimmed a little bit more and improve the pacing I was good with the tone of the movie I know we all kind of said it's a little serious, but I I was okay overall the tone. I think it's fun. I just think it kind of hits some dead points every now and then. But I do think it's better than Warcraft and Street Fighter and the newer Mortal Kombat. I think the original Mortal Kombat is just more of a fun watch than this movie is the whole way through. Um, so I'm in the the splitting of the Mortal Kombat zone. I will say, you know, thinking about, like, the writing for this movie, a lot of the times they tried to be funny and it just didn't come across. Like, I don't know if you guys even noticed this, but at one point, Jeffrey Dean Morgan goes to The Rock, oh, you're not a people person. And that that's, like, supposed to be, like, a nod to him being the people's champ um, from WWE. Well, and I was well, like, I just didn't, everybody didn't says, get that at the time. Everybody says that. That's, like, a character point for him is that he doesn't really trust people. He only trusts animals. Like like yeah. five different people say that to him. Like, and he doesn't come across like that at all when he's talking to other people. Like he's not like shy with people. He's at just all. like serious he's rock man and he doesn't want to hang out. He didn't want to go on the date with that girl. He didn't want to hang out with the other <laughs> the other uh, guys at the nature preserve. He just wants to hang out with his animals. There was another line too where in that same scene where Jeffrey Dean Morgan goes when he's being introduced, goes, Oh, I'm I'm with the Justice League. And it's like Supposed to be like Warner Brothers being like we're Warner Brothers <laughs> and yeah. The Rock is in DC and Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in DC and who was the other person that was in DC and oh Joe Manganiello was Deathstroke but like that all fell flat too it was just like these references are all like dumb references that they're throwing out so this was like I didn't really like the I think like everything else besides the writing for me was like really good uh, or or good like saturday <laughs> afternoon good yeah uh, not great. sunday sunday morning hangover good yeah, oh, we're, on, yeah. we're on the couch we, or we're on the airplane yeah we should we should we should note that uh this is one of i think three video three maybe four movies on this list that actually has the arcade cabinet in the movie Ah, yeah. Good it's call. It's this. It's Double Dragon. I think Street Fighter kind of counts for um, M. Bison's, like, control console. Yeah, that oh, uses. Um, <laughs> does any of the game or any of the movie on here that I'm missing have the arcade cabinet stuck somewhere in the background? Don't, I think, don't they play the game in one of the movies? They actually, like, are playing the video game in the background of um, one of the movies? I, I forget which movie it was. 
Was it Hitman? Well, oh yeah, it was, was Hitman. Hitman. Those yeah, kids, yeah. Like, in that in that one room, we're just like playing PlayStation, pl- and there was it was Hitman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good re- good brain memory. There. <laughs> good brain. Forgot memory. what movie it was. <laughs> I forgot what movie it was, but it was uh, yep, definitely Hitman. Good job using your thinking brain. <laughs> your thinking brain. Great brain memory. Um, are, so are we good? We're splitting the Mortal Kombat's. This is the new number four. Nobody asked me for my ranking. Oh, Tommy. Well, he, oh, I Tommy wants to say number two. Number two. Yeah, <laughs> didn't you say number two? <laughs> well, it's the most accurate to the game video game movie ever made. What? You, are, no, okay, disagree. You, did you, did you see Yakuza? Did you play the video games? No, well, I didn't play <laughs> Yakuza. Much there. Did you? Did you? Were you on? Did you watch the movie? Right. Yeah, I watched the movie. All right. Well, you, I'm sure you heard Mike and myself just saying this is literally the game. Right. Every cutscene taken out, put into a movie. I was I was debating it myself, but Yakuza just takes takes that most accurate depiction of the video game. But is Yakuza one hundred percent? Well, it's Does not a hundred percent because because they don't in the video games they don't grow from humans. All right. And in <laughs> see that's that's a huge that's a huge part of the story since there's only like. No, since there's no story at all. I wonder if at any point during production they were like, can we make it work of the rock turning into a giant ape? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Encore, did you... No transformations ever since Scorpion King. Encore, you also (laughs) kind of said you wanted to put a two or three, and I don't know if you ever really made your your case for that. I mean, so, 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 to Tommy's point, that's kind of the argument I was going with as well, was... It was a. It felt like a more faithful representation of the video game, and trying to make that into a story, than anything else under Yakuza. Like I think Mortal Kombat's pretty. So the 1995. Mortal Kombat Mortal 95. Kombat. Yes, I, I I agree with that as well. I am like looking at this now, and when the great re-rank happens, I might pick a movie on this list, actually, <laughs> um, and just kind of throw a curveball there. When that Who moment, is it? We, Double we Dragon. Absolutely not. That's staying oh. right down there at the bottom. Sorry. Uh, I agree with you, Tommy. <laughs> that, right, dra- we're not, well, I'm not getting into this double dragon nonsense right now. But we'll, we'll save that for whenever that happens in four weeks or whenever we do that one. Uh, but no. But to your point, Chris, that's where I, that's what I was getting at. I was kind of thinking along the same lines as Tommy. Like I could see two or three for that reason. I do think I, I just like Mortal Kombat and Sonic better than this movie. So I think splitting the Mortal Kombat's just makes the most sense, especially when you can make the argument for following the video game for for both of those. But I think I think because Tommy is where he is, we have to put this at number three. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Are we using math? Is we're we're, we're we Tom- all at uh, I think four? we're all at four. We were all at four, yeah. and Tommy was at one. Is Tommy- that what it was? I was at two. At two, okay. I conceded to Yakuza because Yakuza is <laughs> probably the better movie overall. Yakuza was great. Uh, I just think it's massively entertaining and I liked it better than Sonic. It's 3.6. Yeah, 3.6. Rounds to four. I think it rounds to four. That, yeah, that, that rounds that up. That round to four. That rounds up. <laughs> Significant figures. Listen, what do we think? listen, those Mortal Kombats have been too cozy to, to next to I, each other for I too do, long. I do, I do think it, <laughs> I, I think it should split. I think it should split the combats. But I think I think the rule of the average has said it would it should be four. Yeah, agreed. 
Who doesn't round right. up? Who doesn't round up? I'm not gonna. Nobody it's it's high, so it's okay. I mean, yeah. I feel like we all had the same ranking coming into this. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely top yeah. five. Yeah. Except for Tommy. But that, like, never happens. <laughs> I actually like, didn't oh, really know. I, was, I, yeah. <laughs> I actually really didn't know, because sometimes I kind of, like, Street Fighter's so stupid, but it's, like, stupid entertaining. But then, yeah. like, yeah. but then, like, I look at, like, the new Mortal Kombat movie, and, like, it was good, but it was, like, you know, not something that's, like, fun enough for me to, like, want to go back and watch. And it's, like, I have found, I have, like, now seen this movie, like, uh, like I didn't like this movie the first time I watched it, and then as I've now watched it several more times, like every time I rewatch it, I go, oh, I like this a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then How I go, on, then, I go on eBay, movie, then I go on eBay, then I go on eBay, and I try to buy figures in this movie, but the figure, the merchandise that came up for this movie, the figures are all super fucking expensive. Everyone's trying to get them. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, particularly the Lizzie figures. Like, Lizzie Damn. figures go for, like, $150. It's wild. And, like, you know, they weren't, like, some super fancy figures. These were, like, I forget who the company was that made them, but, it, like, it might have been Playmates, actually. But it's, like, they were just, like, cheap $10, $15 figures you could find at Target. But um, they've just become very collectible uh, in huh. in the last couple of years, so. Interesting. For For the audience, Chris has a gigantic room full of mainly godzilla but kaiju in general it's yeah like kaiju it's, uh, yeah yeah there's, there's a there's a, there's a gamera section in here and then uh i have an ultraman shelf downstairs <laughs> that sounds pretty cool it is pretty sweet well congratulations to rampage number four on the video game movie list next month we're we i've already decided what we're watching for a movie and it's lara croft's tomb raider whoop, whoop. um and that one will be finally be added to the list. I think the only one we'll be missing from the nineties. Up, oh, Chris left. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's back, back. He's back. I think the only movie we'll be missing from the nineties is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. At that point, after that, because I think that movie, came, I think Laura Croft's Tomb Raider came out in ninety nine. What about the Chun Li movie? Yeah, that's two thousand eight. Really? I believe. That was that was yeah. two thousand nine. Wow. Jesus. All right. Well, then, Laura Croft Tomb Raider next next month, next week we're doing FTL, I believe, maybe depending. Oh, I don't that's know. Next week, okay. Yeah, uh, but thank you, Alcor. Thanks, Michael. I had a great time. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. I also had a great time. And Tommy, thank you. I'd love to thank you, Michael. But first, I'd like to tell you about my night last night in David Buster's. You know, I played skee ball. I That's played the Mario Kart. Today, I had mozzarella sticks. I oh, drank beer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck David Buster's. Fuck David Buster's. All right. Bye, Chris. <laughs> well, I'll just say really quick. I lost audio. I can't hear y'all. I don't know if you can hear me, but I'm just gonna say because we're at the end of the podcast. See you uh, soon.